blessing of the Lord. Amen. Gloria repeated under her breath. She studied the netted and hatted backs of heads from her position under the perimeter of the green tent. She didn't want to draw any attention to herself, nor have to explain she shared no connection whatsoever to the deceased other than morbid curiosity. If asked, she could easily blend in with a throng of friends and associates, claim she'd known Rusty through work, hired him to follow a husband, known him in college, consulted with him on capturing a werewolf. All of these things were possible retorts if asked. If nothing else, it allowed Gloria to drive to a neighboring town and admire their verdant body farm. She herself couldn't imagine anything else in death more stifling. It seemed rather morbid now that she was here to come out of misguided interest to a man's last moments above ground, place of ritual and solitude, and the droning Baptist preacher who'd already presumably spoken at length of Rusty's virtues and rewards in heaven at the church, now singing his praises literally as the casket lowered into the freshly turned dirt with a squeak, an awkward moaning noise from the gears which clicked to a halt, moaned once more and continued its rotation rather clumsily down and down. Three similar-looking women, wan, long-faced and craggy, a hodgepodge of gray-toned teeth, the owner's top with long, bleached hair that flowed past their shoulders, wheezed and cried together, taking turns consoling one another before another member of their trio was overcome with grief and the comforting would begin anew. Sisters, perhaps? Gloria covertly glanced at her phone, checking the time. Who knew research was such a time suck? Had it been too much to hope to spot just one of several ex-wives, children, or longtime associates she could plumb for information? Friend or family? A deep, lilting voice whispered in her ear, close enough she could feel the rush of breath against her neck. A chill ran down her spine, not the bad kind. Everyone around her rose, mingling as a few lingered over the open grave, mixing and talking as they squinted into the sun, moving from their seats under the tent and onto the grass of the cemetery. The minute she heard the voice, she knew it was the strange young man from yesterday. Henry. She turned, the corners of her eyes crinkling against the glare, yet her pace didn't slacken as she walked away from the mourners. He rushed to keep up. Henry, well, what do you know? He wasn't dressed in a suit. He wore pointed cowboy boots peeking from under the ratty hem of his pressed jeans, a short-sleeved button-down shirt, and a worn gray sports coat folded over his right arm. Completely acceptable funeral garb in a farm town. He probably didn't own very much, Gloria reflected, thinking of their brief discussion. She smiled to lighten the mood, retroactively answering his question. Old friend, just felt compelled to come and share my condolences. You didn't know the guy either, huh? Henry teased her, prying the truth from her wide-eyed protest. Admit it, he smiled. It's cool. I'm nosy, too. Can I admit something even stranger, Gloria confided, as they walked together down the pebble path to the small parking enclave. Henry's eyes lit up conspiratorially at the suggestion. I'd love it if you did. I think this guy was killed, and not by catfish. And I'm not even sure it's the first murder. There have been a couple of mysterious accidents lately. Gloria glanced around as she made this revelation in hushed tones. She didn't know why she'd decided to confess to this particular young man, but something about his honest eyes made her want to tell the truth. She had the strangest feeling around Henry, like he was an old friend. Maybe in another life, she rationalized. She got much more open-minded about these things as she began to circle the drain of life and needed to look for options. Right on, Henry nodded in agreement, leaving the silence to hang between them, inviting her to continue. 
So there's a killer? How do we know it's not you, Gloria added with a glint of humor in her eyes. You just never know, do you? Henry wiggled his eyebrows in mock menace, pacing himself beside her. Are you a detective or something? But you're a writer, yes? Wait, are you writing a new book? It struck her later that he had bothered to ask her nephew about her past. Gloria shook her head ruefully, lying indiscriminately. No, probably not. Just nosy too, I guess. And yes, I was once considered a writer, but that was a lifetime ago, and now I just teach others to write. I dig it, Henry added. Gloria stopped her quick pace for a beat and stared at him suspiciously. He went on. I was a late reader and writer, but I've always enjoyed both equally. Well, then you should come by my class sometime. It's just community center stuff to keep busy, keep creative juices from atrophying. Stop babbling, Gloria willed herself. Oh, yeah, he nodded. Who knows? Maybe I'll drop by sometime. He reached around her, opening her door like a practiced gentleman, ushering her to sit. He did this so smoothly, Gloria didn't realize what had happened until she was pulling away, her sweat-dampened hair fluttering in the blast of the A.C. He hadn't really answered any of her questions, though, had he? And he hadn't allowed her to ask anyone else any questions. What a strange young man. Before this week, she hadn't known he existed. And now she'd seen him three times in four days.